my fellow wedding florist friends and welcome to the Wedding Florist Social Podcast. This is the podcast for wedding florists to learn all about acing their online presence. I'm your host Vicky Laffey and as a wedding florist of over 10 years now and a certified digital marketer, I want to help you get the right clients, get more followers and never be stuck for content ideas again. Click the link in my description to get your free wedding florist guide to social media content creation today. Well, hello, my fellow florists. It's an absolute pleasure to be back. The uh, podcast has taken uh, a bit of a back seat, uh, as have a few other business things, while um, while I've been going through some surgery and some health stuff, actually. So really, really happy to be back chatting to you guys. Uh, re- really happy to be kind of, you know, back on it and uh, doing all things uh, business and, and uh, speaking to you guys again. Now, today... Uh, I would love to chat about, uh, well, three pointers, really. I want to talk to you about um, why you need an inquiry form on your website. And I want to talk about three reasons uh, why you need that. Um, This all kind of came about, really, because uh, I received an inquiry form through. So I use a system called 17 Hats. uh, And if you want to check that out, the link is in the podcast description. Uh, It... Every time basically someone fills in the the inquiry form on my website, I get a little email just giving me a notification that someone's filled it in and also showing me the answers to their questions that they've filled in and so on. So this is particularly handy because I can immediately see, um, you know, what the, the scope it out basically. Now, I got an email this morning saying someone had filled that in. This is for a 2024 wedding. So at the time of recording this, it is October 2022. And the, let's just say things are a bit volatile in the world at the moment in terms of finances and especially us florists, we we don't know how much our flowers are going to cost next week, never mind in two years time. So understandably, a lot of people are kind of cautious, but also people are booking weddings further and further ahead. By the way, I had a 2025 inquiry the other day too. Uh, they're booking further and further ahead so that they can plan and and save and things like that. Uh, plus with all of the COVID fallout as well, you, you know, I think venues are pretty fully booked up. So there's a lot going on in the world. And, um, you know, I receive these forms sometimes and, and I have noticed a change uh, in, in what's happening. Now, I, I received this form this morning. Um, for a 2024 wedding, and I'm not saying this to, you know, make fun of the, the the person or anything like that. Because at the end of the day, this is the first time they've done it, and I've done this thousands of times. Uh, but I'm using it more as an example. Now, this person filled in the form, and they had a budget. I think it was around six to eight hundred pounds was that was the budget, but they wanted a lot for that budget. Uh, so it really made me think, all right, hang on, I need to do a podcast on this. Uh, I've also put a post on my uh, Facebook group. Uh, if you haven't joined that, the link is in the podcast description too. And also did, uh, if you follow me on Instagram, you'll have seen me post about that today too, because I just think it's a really important issue. Um, so websites, websites, how can websites help with this? Why, why am I talking about this today? First of all, if you haven't got a website at all, you absolutely 100% need one. Um, Even if it's just a basic one, get one out there. But um, once you have one, you absolutely will be much better off with a website inquiry form. So any inquiry that comes through, 
I always funnel them through to my website inquiry form. So whether that be an Instagram DM or an email or a Facebook message, anything like that, um, I say thank you very much. Here's the link to my website inquiry form. A lot of people find me online anyway. They find my website online because, uh, uh, you know, they find me on Google, etc., and they just automatically fill that in. But for those that don't, I absolutely send them the link to the inquiry form too. And it's it's very, very helpful. <laughs> so let's let's start with these three pointers. I'll try not to ramble on too much. Uh, I have a habit of doing that. So let's start with these three pointers. First of all, the, the, the first way that having an inquiry form helps you with your wedding florist business is that it pre-qualifies clients. Now, what do I mean by that? Now, now basically, pre-qualifying clients means uh, that you are you're kind of sussing them out beforehand uh, before, before you even have a consultation with them. So rather than going to all the trouble of having a a consultation with them, whether that be online or in person, however you do them, uh, you know, you, you, you're sort of sussing it out, scoping it out uh, before you've even met them. Now, this is this is handy to do this because um, it, it, it helps you identify whether they're the right client for you, basically. Now, not every client is going to be right for you and you know, vice versa. Not every florist is right for that client either. So it helps both of you really um, kind of establish whether, whether they are the the right client for you. It helps you spot any concerns perhaps or, or mismatches. Um, maybe it's a, a budget thing. Uh, maybe it's a you know, more of a style thing, you know, maybe they're asking for something that really isn't on brand for you or something you don't enjoy making, for example. Maybe like in, in my case earlier uh, today, the, the, what they're asking for is is very much, very obviously out of budget. Now, having this inquiry form helps me establish that before I've spent a lot of time uh, kind of working on it and, you know, time and energy being invested in it, really. So if I have... Um, you know, like like in this case this morning, if I have an inquiry form and I get those answers through, sometimes it's very obvious to me that it's, you know, there's something, some sort of education needs to happen here. So all I do in that case was, was well, I fill out my standard, um, I send my standard email reply because I have email templates set up within 17 hats, which makes things super quick, by the way, guys. Uh, but I simply added, um, you know, I've looked at the items you requested on your form and I expect that to come to around, you know, X amount of pounds. I think in this case it was um, over 2,000. Um, I expect that to come to around 2,000 plus. Uh, if that's achievable for you, fantastic. I would love to chat further. Let's have a consultation. So I simply just added that to my standard email re reply and that's fine. You know, if, if some, I might not hear back from that couple. Um, or I may hear back from them saying, I'm really sorry, that's not achievable for us. And that's totally cool. You know, that's neither of us have wasted too much time on that uh, at that point. And we just go about our separate ways and they find the ideal for us for them. Now, number two, and I've kind of alluded to this during my ramblings there, <laughs> but it saves you time. It absolutely uh, saves you time. Uh, it, it's much better to, to to establish this right now, to establish this at this stage. 
before you go and spend time arranging the consultation with them, before you actually have the consultation with them. Those can be like and, and anything from half an hour to two hours, you know, depending on, on how you run your business. Um, before you spend time creating the quote, you know, maybe maybe there's materials you have to source for them or or, or you you price things particularly specifically, um, you know, with certain flowers and, and things like that. Um, so it's it's if you time doing all of that, because, uh, you know, what you need to be doing as a business owner where, where let's face it, our, our spare time or <laughs> spare time. What's that? Um, where, where our time generally is very uh, precious. Right. It's it's you know, very precious indeed. It's few and far, far between, uh, really. We're always busy doing something. So we need to um, spend our time wisely and not with people who are never going to convert into any bookings, really. So all that happens is if you didn't follow the steps in pre uh, in the pre-qualification stage, in, in stage one, uh, if you didn't pre-qualify them and make sure they were right for you, then you're going to get more and more of these people coming through to the consultation stage that are just not right for you and who will spend all of this, you know, you'll spend all this time creating quotes and, you know, coming up with ideas and things like that. And they're, they're always going to turn around and say, no, thank you. Or thanks, but no, thanks. Uh, you know, and it's, that's not an efficient way to spend our time. You'd, you'd be much better off spending time with people who are not definitely, but more likely to, to convert in, into clients because obviously there's more to it than just pre-qualifying, but that these people who come through that stage into, into actual consultations are more likely to convert into a booking and convert into money in your bank, essentially, uh, if they are right for you. So step three is that it ensures all the clients have the same experience as well, all of your potential clients. Now, if you've got some people inquiring on Instagram and some people just emailing you and some people, uh, you know, Facebook messaging or just commenting on a Facebook post saying how much please or or whatever, then they're all going to have very different experiences. Um, remember, you don't own any of those platforms, Um so they're all going to look very different. They're all going to have different, you know, experiences with you in terms of uh, the, the the kind of content that they see and the style of the platform and the kind of information that's on there, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so having a website inquiry form ensures everyone, well, all, all potential clients have a, the, the same sort of experience with you. They're going to go to your website and they're going to, the part, that's part of the pre-qualifying really is that they see your website, they see the style, they see the images that you have, they see the kind of wording that you've put on there. And that helps them decide whether you're right for them. You know, so once they do actually get to the stage where they think, I want I want to go further with this person and fill in the, the inquiry form, they're, they're kind of half sold, <laughs> I suppose. So, you know, ensuring all the clients have the same experience is quite vital to your brand, I, I think, as, as well, um, as, as well as helping you fulfill all the other steps like saving yourself time, etc., and, and I have to say, just a cheeky little fourth one put in here as well, is that it ensures everything's in the same place as well, because, you know, if you're, uh, you know, if you take things via WhatsApp or Instagram DM or whatever, 
you're always going to be, you know, you're going to get to a consultation stage and you're going to be sort of thinking, oh, right, okay, um, let's get prepared for this meeting. Um, where did she send her inspiration images for bridal bouquets? Or or where did they um, send me those uh, inspiration images for their table centres? Uh, you, you know, it's, it, the and then you're going to think, okay, well, damn, where, where did they uh, inquire again? Was it was it WhatsApp? Was was it Facebook message? I can't remember. And and it's, that's just adds more stress. Whereas if you have an inquiry form on your website through a system called Seventeen Hats, or you know HoneyBook or Lobby Loo, or you know, there's there's quite a number of them out there. Um, then that's all. Everything's all going to be in the same place, so you don't have to, uh, you know, ruffle around your Instagram DMs to try and find that person's name, to try and find the pictures, and maybe they sent something on email, but something uh, pictures on Instagram DM as well. You know, that's no good. Everything is in the same place, so everything is uh, together, and then that makes your life a whole bunch easier too. So. I hope that helps. It's just a short one today. I just wanted to kind of go through those, those main pointers. I just think it's absolutely vital to have a website inquiry form. But also remember that it doesn't need to constantly stay the same. You know, uh, I mean, throughout my years in business, uh, I mean, I've been doing this 11 and a half, almost 12 years now. And I didn't always have an inquiry form. I've probably had an inquiry form for about half of that time, I would say. Uh, but it changed things massively having that. I used to wait, waste a lot of time. Uh, people would come into my shop when I had my retail shop and, you know, would spend a lot of time together and then they'd sort of either not reply to me at all or they would just not book or, you know, and, and I thought I could have I could have been doing something else during that time and I could have been spending my time on something that would have made me money or would have furthered my business somehow. <laughs> so, I just, you know, having having that form, that inquiry form is vital, really. If you haven't got one, please do. <laughs> um, go ahead and, and create one. Make that your task for today. And, 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 and like I say, it can change over time. You know, you, the way you run your business is, is got, undoubtedly going to change over time, as we're saying that a lot now in, in these uncertain times in the world. I'm certainly seeing a societal change. I'll probably do a different podcast on that as well. Um, but if that happens, then just change your form. You know, I, I, I've changed my form. It used to be, um, I think when I first implemented it, I, I for, for example, in the budget section, I used to have different price brackets. So I had a minimum spend then. So I, the first one was 800 to 1500. So the second one was 1500 to two and a half thousand. And the third one was two and a half thousand and above. Um, that kind of worked at the time for a while. But then people started just ticking the first box because they have no idea how much flowers cost. For them, £800 is like a phenomenal amount of money to spend on flowers. It's it's probably the most money they've spent on flowers in their entire lives and never will spend in their entire lives. So they had no concept of the value of flowers or what you could get for that sort of money because they hadn't met me. And they're just at the start of their, their wedding planning journey, really. And they hadn't met me yet. This is the thing. So they didn't think... Oh, I really liked Vicky. I really got a lot of confidence in her. I want to book her. They, they were just, they were just looking at this price. So a lot of educating needed to be done sometimes. 
so I changed that eventually. I actually got rid of my minimum spend and uh, I changed the way I worded the form and things like that. And and I no doubt will change it again as, as well. I think I've changed it to about three or four times, actually, to just kind of keep it current and keep it working, you know. Um, so, yeah, I, I just just keep going with it. I, I would implement it, if, change it if needs be uh, over time. It's it's not set in stone for this, so don't worry about it being perfect. But just having that inquiry form, having that central point of of inquiry uh, for for everyone to to fill in and for you to to enable you to make those those decisions uh, in in your business and and help people in the best way and work smarter rather than harder, which is something I like to say. Um, Will will really just really help you out, and your your future self will thank you. I promise you. And like I say, guys, if you want to check out the system that I use, it's Seventeen Hats. The link is in the uh, podcast description there. I, I would highly recommend it. Other systems are available out there, but that's the system that I know and love and use all the time, and never regretted for one minute <laughs> using it. So, um, if you want a little free trial of it, there is a link for that in the podcast description. So thank you so much for listening. And I'm really glad to be back, you guys. Well, thanks so much for listening all the way to the end of Wedding Florist Social. Remember to hit subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. And if you want access to some free community and support, then head across to Facebook and look me up on the Worldwide Wedding Florist Community Group. I look forward to seeing you there.